Welcome to episode two of the Leader of Learning podcast. In today's episode, we talk about affecting change through transformational leadership. So if you're new to education, you may not realize yet, but if if you've been doing this a while, you realize that education changes very rapidly and very often. And how educators go about dealing with change and inspiring change to effectively engage students and improve student skills is extremely important. We could probably all think of people who adapt well to change and people who don't. Today's episode about affecting change through transformational leadership looks at how people can go about leading change efforts. In a minute, I will speak to Dr. Joshua Felice, who is an educator an administrator, and now a consultant with plenty of expertise and experience in leading rapid and successful turnaround in underperforming schools, even to the point where he has taken schools in just one year from extremely underperforming to succeeding. Hello, uh, my name is Dr. Joshua Felice, but it was spelled J-O-S-U-E in French. I have four years of teaching experience and 11 years of administrative experience, uh, mostly at the middle school, 11 years as a, as a uh, the middle school principal. Um, and then I have uh, a number of 19 years total in education. I have experience as an adjunct professor, um, as well as a presenter uh, for NJ Texpo, for the New Jersey Supervisors um, Association, the Superintendents Association, Ignite Them, um, NSTA, the National Science Teacher Association, uh, TCT, uh, Tomorrow's Classrooms Today in 17, uh, a lot of local, as well as presented, presented last year for Education Technology and Administration in uh, at ISTE. In addition to that, I also have a lot of work with consulting with uh, NJPSA, that's New Jersey Principal Supervisor Association, and the FEA Foundation for Education Administration, the EIRC, and NJASCD, uh, working with school leaders for transformation. And as a result, I've now uh, devised uh, a new business where it's where consulting, visionary education consulting, uh, called GOMO Educational Services. That's well, uh, quite the resume, and and I'm I'm glad you brought up that piece about you know working with schools and transforming schools. Take us back for a second. How would you describe transformational leadership, or or define it? Well, I would define it more as uh, impact that moves people and organizations that it attacks emotions, feelings, and relationships. Basically, ultimately causes disequilibrium that changes relationships, instructional assessment practices, shared responsibilities, conversations to culture and climate. And I use the example of someone that may have a high-performing school because, you know, students are performing against what we're measured by uh, through the data of, of standardized assessments. However, there could be some concerns that can actually catapult individual teacher practices and even student practices. And once you are able to transform them, you're able to transform students and, again, transform the culture, climate, conversations, uh, shared responsibilities, and everyone comes together to really make the organization high performing. Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the pieces that you mentioned there um, is, is so important that I think people inside of education probably realize, but those who are not 
may not realize that, you know, when it comes to transforming schools and students and, and making change, it's not just about the, what the statistics show and standardized assessments. It's, it's so much more. And, and there are things that need to be changed before you can start uh, worrying about those sorts of things. Describe the work that you've done. I, I know that you've taken over uh, struggling schools that, that were desperate for change. What, what's some of the stuff that you've done in your career to help turn around schools and their students? Sure. Um, and I'll give uh, actual specific examples. I remember um, one school, actually my first principalship in 2002 to 2005, and it was a struggling school where, I mean, test scores, violence, everything else come in as a 28-year-old principal. Um, it took a you know, a little while as far as drawing people in, but ultimately uh, through uh, consistency, communication, listening skills, you know, holding people accountable, making you know just collaborative decisions, working the high performing PLCs. We were able to, in at least my last year, take create a Pace 86 program, which is more of a gifted and talented program. I had to go out and market the program to the students. We received it. $500,000 grant through the 21st Learning Century grant. And uh, this students went to school from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And what we had to do was actually create a pilot of gifted talented students within the building because the school district at the time used to filter all of the um, gifted students. So we would actually get the, I wouldn't say the lower, but average and lower performing students. So ultimately our schools would never rise to the level of the gifted and talented program in the entire district. So I was able to market to those students. I got every single student in uh, to the school um, that next year after marketing it and promoting it, listening to those students at my feeder schools. And then that year we were able to make every single child in our PACE 86 program from grade six to grade eight uh, performed proficient on the standardized assessment at that year, which was the GEPA, the grade eight proficiency assessment. And again, that included bilingual as well as special education students. It blossomed to where we had two classes and the goal was to make the whole school a gift in town to build it. And that was just the grassroots uh, in an infancy towards bringing that school towards greatness. Additionally, the most previous school that I was a principal at for the last six years uh, prior to stepping as, as a uh, assistant superintendent, the school was failing for six consecutive years. Step in, um, just looking at uh, taking stock before I stepped in with the transition, uh, addressing the areas that were uh, of concern, not just only to the board, to the community, and even the staff. I was able to devise a plan with the school leadership team, uh, starting with a vision, mission, uh, shared goals. We created, you know, with the SMART goals, we even met every single month or a quarter, went out to visit other schools that were performing, and then crafted an action plan that was specific to us. And again, we just kept attacking that every single month. Where are we at? Uh, how are we doing? Uh, what needs to change? Because it was not uh, something overnight. Additionally, because I was uh, presenting on uh, curriculum design, analyzed data drive instruction, as well as developing high-performing PLCs, why would I do that with uh, other schools and districts and not do it in my building? So my school, actually, we did it every single day. And as a result, the building became uh, a shared leader building. It, it shared responsibilities we evolved in, in one year, we were able to take the school out of failing status. And each year we were able to address the just the academic deficiencies. There was a private school in the district, in the city. We were able to get the private school closed as a result of now bringing all of those students that were normally going to the private school. Uh, they were now coming to us because we offered um, a curriculum that was challenging, um, a lot of different programs, um, again, culture, climate. We took the school to heights, uh, wow. new heights. 
Yeah, that that's impressive, and and I want to congratulate you for for all of that work. And I'm sure it wasn't only you, and and you might be modest in in uh, not taking all the credit, but uh, that's some amazing work. Y- you mentioned some of the things that you were doing that helped you succeed, but. If you could give like a piece of advice to school leaders, administrators, even teacher leaders in terms of um, transforming their school, their staff, their students, what would you give them? What what kind of advice would you say is really important for them to know? Well, as you said that um, I'm, I don't want to try to be modest because uh, as a leader, I only come with a vision. So it takes everyone to come together. So uh, it takes everyone to have effective listening skills, to be selfless or have selflessness, understanding you know, the strengths of certain individuals, because again, there's areas that, of challenges and strengths and identify those. So if someone's area strength, let, let them go with it, take the risk uh, the, and the challenges and, and just go with it and improve. Uh, they have to be able to come together um, to address the adaptive problem solving uh, skills because uh, you're unable to address adaptive problem with technical solutions. Uh, people have to hold each other accountable. Um, it should not be afraid where, you know, no one should be able to hold back and think that they cannot share with another. And ultimately, leaders have, have to lead by example. Don't think just because you're a teacher that you're not a leader. Everyone's a leader, even if a paraprofessional, a lunch aide. And then everyone's looking to make everyone else around them better. I love that. I agree. Sorry to cut you off there. Um, I, I really appreciate what you said, too, about everyone coming together. You know, in my initial research and studying of, of transformational leadership, uh, to me, that's the biggest piece where it's not just the vision of the ultimate school leader or the school district leader, but it's enabling and empowering everyone to come together and see that that vision through and be a part of it. So ultimately, if I had to talk to any current administrator or anyone seeking to become administrators um, uh, with transformational leadership, one thing is that the transformation does not occur overnight. So no one should try to expect, you know, some schools are able to one one year, but maybe the next year they're not able to, to um, continue that success. So the small, continual, incremental success is something you should to look to exemplify. Same next thing is fame and money. Uh, people love to be part of something successful. But that's not what we're doing. We also need to always focus on the students, improving each other. And final things that just because you become a, I guess, a dynamic school because it's transformed, don't think that it's ever going to be problem free. And the thing is, how can you all uh, develop relationships as uh, when you're looking for transformation to have an open uh, dialogue um, and improve each other through that? So those are my three things I would ultimately give uh, any aspiring or current administrator look, or, or even teacher looking for transformational leadership. That's excellent advice. I, I really appreciate that. And, and as someone who uh, aspires to be a, a building administrator, but currently, you know, I consider myself to be a, a teacher leader as an instructional coach. Uh, I think that's stuff that that I'm going to take to heart, and I hope that for our listeners, uh, they do as well. Finally. Um, just a little bit of a plug for you, and, and you mentioned your new business venture. Uh, what kind of work are you and will you continue to do to support schools and help turn around they, them, their staffs, their students? So um, we have three um, areas that we support schools. One is through just a regular uh, presentation. Um, schools need some motivational speaking or, or things that we would uh, come out. A second would be more workshop-based uh, in area of transformational leadership. And four would be more so the actual work, uh, getting and developing, work with the school and the, the team, developing an action plan, um, 
to work on the areas that they feel uh, and believe are areas in need. I say because say this uh, because the the work up around GOMO um, was generated because certain administrators and, and and school leaders, when they come out of programs or certificates, there are still certain things that they don't have to basically apply automatically. And it's just again from my years of experience uh, in working in schools and transforming schools. Uh, that I could be able to provide that support uh, and with the team uh, at, at GOMO Ed Services uh, to support these um, uh, the principals, school leaders, and school teams. And schools, leaders, uh, even organizations that are looking uh, to contact uh, GOMO, it's GOMO, G-O-M-O, uh, Educational Services is the name of the company. It can be reached on Twitter, which is through go at GOMO, E-D-S, through Instagram, GOMO Ed Services, and through Gmail, uh, GOMO Ed Services at Gmail. Excellent. Uh, we I will make sure that I try and uh, post that information somewhere for the listeners to to check out for themselves. But uh, man, it sounds like you've uh, done some great work in turning around schools, and that you will continue to support schools and try and quickly affect change and uh, do it from the top down. I really appreciate your time, and uh, I love that we share that passion and interest in transformational leadership. So uh, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. So I hope this episode and my conversation with Dr. Felice has inspired you to think about how you and what role you have and you play in your school can go about leading change efforts. And I think, having talked to Dr. Felice, that no matter what role you're in, what position you have in education, you can make a difference. To find out more information about Dr. Felice and his consulting business and the work that he does, definitely reach out and visit any of the social media outlets and website that he mentioned. If you would like more information from me about this podcast or anything else, please don't hesitate to look me up at leaderoflearning.com and reach me at dan at leaderoflearning.com. I very much appreciate you listening, and I want to leave you with the notion that if something needs change, no matter what the change is, no matter what position you're in, you can lead that change. 